Hello and welcome to the Sunday Parlay Podcast, Ontario's only NFL Pro-Line podcast. I am your host, Alex Fortin, and I'm also your host, Alex Fortin. I'm alone again, guys. What's up? Uh, If you're not familiar, each week uh, we make a five-pick parlay, and at the end of the season, one of us will be crowned winner. Um, I think I've two weeks on Drew where I made tickets and he didn't, and he's probably still ahead of me. That's how fucking bad I am at betting. Oh boy, did we get beat up this weekend. What a time that was. Uh, hey guys, I'm here, I'm alone. Um, yeah, Drew, Drew accidentally collected jobs like Infinity Stones, so he's a little busy right now. (laughs) In, In August, he lost his radio job, and at his wedding we had like a conversation about how he's like, yeah, I have, I have no job now. Let's do stuff. And then, so that's how he came up with this concept for this podcast. And then we started it. And then he's like, all right, well now I also uh, teach guitar. And uh, also I do fucking school on some weekends at Nate. And then, oh, also I got my radio job back. Oh, and then also I'm doing this other thing. So I forget, he has some other job also, he's got like four jobs going right now, and his own other podcast, plus comedy, so it's like, bruh, yeah, chill, so anyways, I'm here alone, but don't worry, uh, we have content, we, we, (laughs) let's get into it, baby, alright, let's look at, uh, what happened with my ticket from last week, oh boy, oh boy, was that ever a nightmare, I've got it right here on me, let's see what happened here, so, First things first, oh no, I don't have it on me, I have a picture of it here. My bad, guys. As soon as I said that we were ready to go, I realized I was not. Alright, so San Fran, Seattle, Thursday, that was uh, Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, what a slate. First of all, what a slate of football we had. I mean, it's crazy that the NFL's like, we're actually taking up your whole week, fuck you guys, but also it was sick. Um, I was... Uh, I was bartending a special event, and they were watching all the games, obviously, all day, so it was sick. There was a buyout at the place where I work at, and they just had ball on all day, sound on all day. It was sick, and uh, I luckily got to watch San Fran beat the absolute crap out of Seattle. That was great. I was hoping that was going to happen. San Fran, uh, as you know, if you're listeners, is my pick for the Super Bowl. I love them. I love Christian McCaffrey. That guy's so good at football. It makes me so happy to watch him play. Um, so that was good. Thursday came out of that. Uh, very happy about that. However, if you listened last week, I went through just all the tickets that I made. And uh, holy, did my <laughs> tickets take an absolute beating on Thursday. So I had I had a lot riding on the Detroit Lions this week. The Thursday game against Green Bay, I was like, you know what? Detroit's defense has been good. Green Bay hasn't been great. It's an early Thursday game. Let's go. Let's hit the under. They... They scored a lot of points. Detroit put up a hell of a lot of points, but my God, did they ever not win. So uh, the under was wrong. And then also my other ticket, my sure thing ticket, I had them covering Green Bay just uh, on the money line. I didn't even take the points. I was just like, yeah, just they'll beat Green Bay, no problem. But Detroit, in Detroit fucking fashion, loses on Thanksgiving. Every single year, they just get a Thanksgiving game at home. They should take the game away from them, honestly. Because they lose every year. They're like, oh, okay, you and the Cowboys get to play at home. And then they're like, okay, we're just going to lose here. Fuck you, audience. Um, so anyways, Detroit lost, so fucked up two of my tickets. And then also they put up a bunch of points. So I'm like, okay, I have Jameer Gibbs in both my fantasy leagues. That should be all right at least. Go check. No, absolutely not. He got like 
one league is a full point PPR, the other is a half point PPR. So he put up like 11 points in one league and 9 points in the other league or some shit like that. It was not good. I came out of that Thursday morning game being like, oh, and I had the Lions defense in one fantasy league. So uh put up zero points. So I came out of the first game of the three Thursday games already down two tickets and like basically admitting that I was going to lose both my fantasy leagues. I was like, what a fucking start to this weekend, huh? But then San Fran comes back and wins. That's the first pick on my actual ticket. We're back on the podcast, baby. We're back. Drew's, (laughs) Drew's the one that keeps this thing on the rails. If you haven't noticed, I am a very tangential podcast host. So, this is this is me doing my best to get that back to the main ticket we're looking at here. All right. So my lock for last week, San Fran over Seattle, was correct. Uh, we'll go through the rest of my ticket here. Tampa Bay, I had them over Indianapolis. I thought Baker was playing well this year. They are in our division. I was like, oh, maybe Indy hasn't been very good. Gardner Minshew is not really an NFL starting quarterback. I was wrong. Tampa lost. Uh, then I was like, Cleveland to Denver. I don't believe in Denver. This is bullshit. Russell Wilson's not good. Not turns out he's pretty good. Turns out Russell Wilson is good. And uh, yeah, it looks like um, Sean Payton, uh, uh, Coach Payton. Uh, what? Yeah, Sean Payton, right? He's been coaching very well there in Denver now. Um, I think it was just a little bit of growing pains, him coming in, you know, new quarterback, new team. They were shit last year. They didn't really have all the pieces in place. So I was wrong again. Denver does look good, and uh, Cleveland did not beat them, so that was wrong. And then uh, I had Las Vegas to cover 7.5. I was like, you know what? It's a divisional game. Um, Vegas is at home. They've been playing well since their new coach. Kansas City hasn't been playing great. I thought KC was going to win, but I didn't think they were going to cover a touchdown. No, they did. They slaughtered them. They're, they've got their number. I was wrong once again. And then uh, I was like, whatever, at least Monday Night Football. Chicago sucks so bad. Minnesota has to beat them, right? Josh Dobbs is cool. He's a fucking rocket scientist. He's Nope, nope, was wrong. Minnesota did not cover three and a half. I fucking went one for four. The only thing that saved me is San Fran because Christian McCaffrey is actually a god. I can't believe, dude. And also that Monday night game, what the fuck was that? Oh my god. Look, I love defense. I'm a big defense guy. I like watching games with interceptions and stuff. Dude, fucking watching uh, Deron... Uh, what's his name? Deron Bland from fucking uh, uh, the Cowboys. There, what a fucking stud, man! Five five pick sixes. He set the fucking record in, or tied the record, or set the record in week twelve. Crazy. Speaking of studs setting record in week twelve, Christian McCaffrey is officially the all time single season rushing touchdown leader in San Francisco 49ers history. So that's pretty cool. Pretty good. He scored 11 touchdowns in 12 weeks on the ground. Um, but anyways, back to this Monday night game. Holy fucking shit. What a gong show. There's four interceptions, I think, for Josh Dobbs. Three interceptions. But a bunch of them, like, there's one. Dobbs just threw an absolute fucking dart. Like, it actually reminded me so much of fucking goddamn Cam Newton and Mike Tolbert the first time. <laughs> When Cam Newton first started throwing balls to Mike Tolbert, he would just hit that fat potato in the chest with absolute gunsling rockets. Like, Mike Tolbert was our fullback, and he was just this big 200-fucking-40-pounder potato of a human being. He was a monster. I love him. I'm not talking shit. He was a really good player. 
But Cam Newton throws the ball or threw the ball so fucking hard. Like that was one of his things that everyone liked about him was that like he threw the ball with such velocity that it would hit receivers like immediately. So you could run these like timing routes where like as soon as the ball left his hand, the receiver would turn around and it was just in their face. It was amazing on like slants and hard turnaround screens, Christian McCaffrey running fucking up and outs like over the middle, like good luck linebackers. As soon as he's in that window, the ball's just there. It was fucking amazing. But anyways, but he used to rocket fucking screens at this big human being of a fullback and they would literally just bounce off of his chest and go like 300 feet in the air. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, don't let it come down on a defender. Don't let it come down on a defender. Like it just felt like every screen was going to get intercepted because he was just bouncing off like his face mask or his chest plate or like his knee pads or something and just exploding into the air. It was horrifying. But eventually he learned to catch them and then that was actually a really useful play. But in Minnesota, that was happening. Josh Dobbs just threw this absolute dart and it fucking hit his receiver right in the chest and then it just bounced in the air, got intercepted, intercepted, intercepted. Um, and uh, yeah, there was like diving interceptions. It was just a wild, like there was some like wild defensive plays, but there was also just some brutal fucking passes this whole week, man, like, I I don't know what's happening. Me and my, my mom was trying to get, like, a grasp on it because we were talking about all the quarterbacks' injuries, and I guess she was talking to a guy at work talking about the quarterback injuries, and uh, she was like, so what is it? Like, is there people, like, trying to hurt them, or, like, are they just, like, because they're young quarterbacks, they're, like, getting hurt, and they're, like, frail, or are they old quarterbacks, and they're frail? Like, what is going on? And, like, I literally can't make sense of it because some of them are non-contact injuries. It's, like, fucking – and they're old and young. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers, non-contact, fucking – I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But you know what I mean. It's all over the place. So, this quarterback carousel is continuing on this season with people getting benched and people getting hurt and fucking this guy going in and that guy coming out. And it's it's evident in the fucking quarterbacking and, like, what's going on. It's so crazy. I forget who the fuck it was, but I saw this interview. There's some quarterback threw an interception, and it was, like, a cover one fucking robber. And the safety, the single high safety, everyone else is in man coverage. It's, like, a simple Madden play that you can, like, read if you just play on, like, fucking pro or whatever and you learn how to read plays you you would understand this so you just fucking it's a single high safety and then all of the other guys are following their receiver independently so you just obviously throw to like your stud or the guy that like gets right off the line right away from your guy but whoever the quarterback was literally is just snaps the ball and stares at his slot receiver. So the single high safety is like, well, obviously this ball is going to the slot receiver. So he ditches his single high responsibility because he's like, yeah, I know where the ball is going. And he just throws a dart and the safety like runs down from the top and just runs it back for a pick six. And then there's an interview with the quarterback afterward. And he's like, yeah, I mean, uh, single high safety. So... He uh, he left his responsibility, so he screwed up. But I guess he made uh, it was a good accident on his part, or something like that. Uh, I don't know why you would abandon your responsibility like that as a football player, but he did, and I guess he got lucky. 
Um, you know, you don't expect a guy to do something something like that. You wouldn't expect it to be so like it's like, bro, you literally just watched your slot receiver the whole time. You it was like whatever. It was so fucking embarrassing to watch as a football fan. You're like, this is what's happening, and then we have these fucking Monday night games where it's like there's four interceptions and three fumbles on one side and three interceptions and two fumbles on the other side or whatever the fuck it was. The game was 6-3 at the half. Bro, there was another game that was 0-0 at the two-minute warning. The Patriots fucking Giants game. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. These fucking primetime games don't make any sense. They suck. They all suck. I don't know why they suck. Uh, well, I do. I don't know if it's the quarterback is getting injured or what's going on. And then with that, there's a whole turf grass debate, which I also, I tried to Google that. And there's like so much debate onto like why it's happening. The only thing everyone can agree on is that people are getting hurt more on turf than they are on grass, but there's like no real, like solid one explanation. Everyone's like, Oh no, it's because some teams practice on grass and then they switch to turf. And then, so they twist their ankle cause they're used to this movement. And some people are like, oh, the turf doesn't have enough give. And then other people are like, oh, the turf gets slippery when it's wet. So that has too much give. And like, I don't fucking know. I don't know the answer. But I know that everyone's getting injured and it's making the fucking games boring. So I don't like that. But sliding into the ticket. Look at this, Drew. You'd be so proud of me. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that. Influence my next decision. The Thursday night football is the Seattle-Dallas game. Uh, the over-under is set at 46.5. The Thursday night under has been hitting. I know we were joking around at the beginning of the season, but, like, yeah, these primetime unders have been hitting. Um, Dallas's defense is very good. Seattle's offense is pretty mediocre. Um, Dallas's offense is not very good. I never have confidence in Dallas scoring a lot of points other than like on turnovers. <laughs> I know everyone's talking about Dak Prescott has the 400 yard games. Yeah. But like, just watch them. Like he's always just like fucking up in the red zone or just, you know, he can't put together a fourth quarter drive. So it's like, Oh, please come on. Two minutes left. Dak's got the ball. I hope they don't cover. It's like, ah, you're probably good. As long as it's more than a field goal, you're probably good. Um, so I'm taking the Thursday night under. That is my lock of the week. Ka-chung. All right. Sound effects, baby. Um, then my long shot of the week, I've got, uh, Arizona over here. They're playing Pittsburgh. I don't think they're going to win this game, but, uh, Pittsburgh's been having trouble putting up points as well. They, same thing. Kenny Pickett had a great game. Uh, the stats don't reflect how the game went for him. If you were watching it, it was a pretty impressive performance by the Pittsburgh offense, but they just kept not scoring. It's like all these games, they just no one scores. They just turn over the ball in the red zone, or they try and go for it on like fourth and seven on some dumb fucking fake or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but coaches are leaving points on the field and quarterbacks are getting hurt. So... I think Arizona is going to cover six and a half at Pittsburgh. Uh, honestly, I don't love that pick, but I was just going through this week and it was like none of these fucking games. Like, do I want to even go near an underdog? Like, ugh, Seattle to cover 10 points almost at fucking Dallas. Like, no, no one cares. 
Uh, Atlantis playing the New York Jets. I am not betting on that fucking game. Denver, again, I'm thinking Denver's going to be pretty good. They're playing Houston, who everyone knows how I feel about C.J. Stroud. That guy threw a 70-yard ball through the fucking air this week. Do you understand that? He threw from his five. You can see the fucking video. He literally, when he sets his feet and he gets into his quarterback stance, they basically split the five-yard evenly, and he fucking bombs it. He's rolling out of the pocket. He's in motion, sets, bombs, and the ball is caught at the 27. That thing would have hit the ground at like the 24-yard line. It would have been a 73-yard, 72-yard ball. Like, it was fucking crazy. He's so fucking good at football. And now, now there's all these videos going around of fucking Frank Reich and um, uh, 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 whoever the fuck else whoever our GM is or whoever at the fucking uh, the pro day talking to CJ Stroud and like making it look like he was supposed to be our guy and then apparently David Tepper overruled it. I don't know if that's propaganda, but now now all this stuff's coming out that everyone else thought CJ Stroud was the guy from the beginning. You know, There wasn't all this fucking hype around Bryce Young. No, everyone knew it was going to be CJ Stroud. Get fucked. We... Oh, and also, like, people blaming Bryce Young for what's happening. It's like our O-line is horrible. We So our coaching carousel is a fucking joke. Okay, I got to get back into the ticket. I'll talk about Carolina afterwards. They're at the end of the thing. Okay, long... <laughs> I'll get... I'll get... Don't worry, I'll get there. The coaching carousel in Carolina. I will get back to that. Um, I like the word carousel. It's That was on my word of the day calendar today. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I've just been saying it a lot. Um... So yeah, I've got uh, on my ticket Houston to cover two and a half versus Denver. Um, again, I guess it's not a long shot, but oh right, sorry, Arizona is my long shot. Uh, yeah, so Houston to cover Denver. I don't know. I think that might be wrong. Again, these these games are getting hard. Like <laughs> every the record is so crazy. It's like eight and three is leading the AFC. The Jaguars at eight and three are leading the AFC. Like what? Followed by the Miami Dolphins, who are also eight and three, like, and they haven't won a team, beaten a team that's over five hundred still. I think maybe one. I don't fuck. Yeah, they beat the Jets. It doesn't matter. Like, oh god. Um. So my next pick is San Fran is playing at Philly. I'm taking the over in that game. They put it at forty six and a half. It just feels like those two both have juggernaut offenses. I know they have good defenses as well, but like, you're just not going to slow either of those guys down. So unless, you know, I know it's in Philly in November, so it's going to be cold and they're, they're going to be running the ball a lot, but good fucking news. These teams can fucking run the ball real well. So I think, yeah, we're going to go over 46 and a half at San Fran. So that's the Thursday night under and the San Fran Philly over. We're going all over the place on this ticket. And then uh, the last pick easy bucks to cover five and a half over Carolina bucks are coming off of a, you know, tough loss. Carolina sucks. And here we go. Let's talk about the coaching carousel in Carolina. Okay. So we traded away everything to go get Bryce Young. We traded away our first overall, our first round pick for next year, which turns out is going to be the first overall pick, is going to let the Bears get a fucking generational talent. So that's cool. Uh, we gave away DJ Moore in that deal as well. Uh, as well as <clears throat> the pick of last year at number nine. So it's not even like we had two firsts this year and gave away the one next year. No, we gave away this year's and next year's. And we also gave away like a third and a fifth or something like that. Like some other fucking bullshit. So we have like no picks for next year. 
Um, and our O-line, we had another O-lineman down, so that's three starting offensive linemen down. We're basically already on a backup O-line. Um, and uh, we relieved our offensive coordinator of play-calling duties, which I thought was a great idea because here's what happened. We went out and we hired a new offensive coordinator this year, and I was like, all right, sick. We've got the number one overall pick. We're going to take a guy. I was hoping for C.J. Stroud, but it ended up being Bryce Young, and that's fine. He's fine. And um, I was like, Kate and the coach that we decided to get, that we traded everything away to go get this quarterback, this generational talent quarterback, traded all this shit away to go get him. And then we hire a fucking running backs coach to be our offensive coordinator. (laughs) Sick, dude. Hell yeah. Glad we got a running back coach to help our new quarterback. Like, holy fuck. So then we relieved him of play calling duty and we're like, all right, Frank Reich took over. And then that was fucking even worse. So Frank Reich got fired. And so we put our special teams coach at interim head coach now. Sick. Glad the guy who coaches our punter is in charge of the fucking team. That's cool. That's what I wanted. Hey, what do you what do you do for a living? You help the guys who kick in football? You Oh, you do the only part of football that isn't like the rest of football? How about you run the whole fucking team? Yeah, the weird plays, the weird plays that everyone always makes, anyone who doesn't understand football always brings up very first is like, why do they kick sometimes? That seems like it's not part of the game. That's what you do and you're going to be in charge of the whole team. All right, sick, cool. So... So that's who is our head coach, our interim head coach this week. And then uh, we needed someone to take over play calling duties because Frank Reich had taken them over for our OC um, and he's now fired. So we gave them back to the original OC. We have a running back coach calling the thing. I'm like, dude, I literally, I sent them a tweet, I think, or no, a DM on Instagram. I commented on something. I can't remember. In some way, I tried to reach out to them and I said, hey, can you please just bench Bryce Young and play Andy Dalton? Just we got Andy Dalton in the off season. We we fucking went out and got him, and Bryce Young is gonna get hurt if you keep playing him like this. So it's gonna be a waste of DJ Moore and all those picks to just get a guy fucking injured like we did to Cam Newton, like we did to fucking CMC. We always just get these young guys who are like amazing prospects, and then we put them behind no fucking O line, and then they're still like relatively good. I mean, he, his numbers don't say it. Watch the games. You'll understand what I'm saying. He has no time. Um, but it's like he's going to die. Whoever's back there is going to die. Why are we letting this guy that's so valuable to us die instead of this fucking old ginger? <clears throat> Just let Andy Dalton take the fucking hit. Like, we're, how much money are you giving this guy? Like, what is he doing back there? Let him fucking take the hit. Figure it out. Let the O-line get healthy. At least have him in front of a starting offensive line. Like, don't put him behind three backups. This kid's fucking played 11 NFL games, and he's lost 10 of them. Like, why are we still doing this to him? Let him fucking develop. I feel so bad for him. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um... So yeah, Carolina is absolute nightmare. Bet against them. Bet bet against them all year. Put all your put the fucking house against Carolina. Um, yeah, that's the ticket. The ticket is the lock is the Thursday night under that Seattle and Dallas. Um, long shot is Arizona covering six and a half at Pittsburgh. I hate that bet. I just had to take a long shot. Uh, Houston to cover 2.5 at Denver. Also don't love that bet, but A, I believe in CJ Stroud and put my money where my mouth is. 
Uh, San Francisco at Philly over 46 and a half. That also I'm pretty confident in. Um, I've been bad on over-unders this year, though. So who knows? Don't listen to me. I suck at betting. Uh, and then last one, this one is, uh, this one might as well have been the lock. Bucks fucking five and a half versus Carolina. Fucking bet against Carolina. Um, all right. That's the podcast. Sorry for the sound quality and the content quality, but hey, we'll get, we'll get back there. Well, once, once the, the, the tides have turned and the waters have settled or whatever sailors say, uh, we'll be back on the normal broadcast. And look at this, Drew. I'm ba- I look at this. You'd be so proud of me. I'm even going to do plugs. I forgot last week, and Drew always starts the plugs, but then I'm the one who's supposed to do the plugs. So he's like, why am I doing this? Right. So here I am doing the plugs. Uh, you can follow us at Sunday Parlay at the – no. Yeah, at Sunday Parlay Podcast on Instagram. That is Sunday Parlay Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I make a bunch of football memes. It's pretty fun. They get a few thousand views, actually. I like them. We have only a couple hundred followers, and they're all getting a few thousand views, and they get some likes and shares and stuff, so they're fun. I like the football memes. They're all betting and football-related, so they're fun. Please follow that. Um, Send us emails if you want uh, at sundayparlaypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll reply to you. We'll answer them. We'll read them on here. Probably we'll give you a shout out of some sort. Uh, we like interacting with you guys. Uh, we get some listener tickets. Oh yeah. I was going to talk about that too. My buddy Juan Forno. Oh my God. He hit a ticket. It was like, he didn't hit, sorry. He had a ticket. It was like $5 pays four grand and the fucking crossbar field goal Houston losing uh, was the only thing that didn't hit here. I'm going to fucking find it because yeah, actually I'm, in the middle of plugs, we're going to do the coolest part because that's how it goes. So you keep the listeners just kidding. Kind of, um, sorry, I got to find this conversation. Juan Forno comedy. Follow Juan too. He's funny. He runs a cool festival and, uh, booking agency or booking company or whatever, a comedy company. He runs comedy shows and a festival. Follow at Juan Forno Comedy. All right, so he had uh, Philly to beat Buffalo, correct. Kansas City to beat Las Vegas, correct. Baltimore to beat the LA Chargers, correct. Uh, then he had uh, Tennessee to beat Carolina, correct. Pittsburgh to beat Cincinnati, correct. Uh, Indianapolis to beat uh, whoever the fuck they were playing. Correct. Uh, New Orleans to beat Atlanta. Or Atlanta to beat New Orleans. Correct. The New York Giants to beat the New England Patriots. Correct. Denver Broncos to beat the Cleveland Browns. Correct. The LA Rams to win. Correct. And then he had the Houston Texans to beat the Jaguars. And he was wrong. He was fucking wrong. Five dollar bet would have paid four fucking grand. Oh man, and he was—he was barely wrong. The field goal hit the crossbar, so that is a fucking hell of a ticket. One, congratulations! That's our listener ticket of the week, if we ever have one. Um, so yeah, send us your tickets if you want to be read during the plugs, like one was. Uh, I'll try and remember to do that during the actual podcast next time. Um, so yeah, send us your. 
Send us your tickets. We love reading those off. Uh, they're fun. We like knowing that we're not the only ones losing. Uh, sometimes if I remember, I'll share them on the Instagram as well and all that jazz. Um, yeah. Please keep listening. Tell your friends if they gamble to listen to this so they also don't feel so bad for losing all their money. Um, go go Panthers. Hashtag keep pounding. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, bye, guys. Enjoy your week. We'll talk to you next time. I love you football.